This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you for the entrance of your word brings light. Lord, we thank you that even as we receive your word, that you minister unto us by your spirit. Lord, I make it known to your children that I'm not trusting on my own human intellect, but I'm depending upon you, Spirit of God, to speak for the word with power and with anointing. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, uh, we are thankful. So let's turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 4. And we will start reading from verse 23. Now, today we are doing His presence, part 3. You know, His presence, God's presence, part 3. And so, uh, and, you know, and also Pastor Luis and Reformatory, if ever there is something that I missed, you know, uh, that I was supposed to, to you know, announce, please, uh, you know, text me, write a message, and I will get it and so that I make sure that the critical things that I wanted to announce, you know, I've done that. Now, Acts chapter 4, verse 23. You know, remember that Peter and John were arrested, and when they appeared before uh, people were... They were told that you should never, before the leaders, the Jewish leaders, the Sanhedrin group, that they were told that uh, you can't preach about Jesus anymore. That the next time we hear you preaching about Jesus, we're going to arrest you, we're going to, you know, kill you, because they thought it's hard. It's like they say, because Alegui, you know, so never ever talk about Jesus anymore. Now, Peter told them that, you know, who should we obey? Should we fear you or fear God? You know, should we obey you or obey God? And so, you can see that Peter and John were really, uh, uh, you know, founded on the weight, on what needs uh, to happen, and that they needed to believe in God. They needed, I mean, they had an encounter with God. And so they wouldn't want to let go of that encounter. Yeah. And so when they were released, they went back into the brethren. Verse 23, when they were released, they went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they had it, you know, so uh, the people, their friends and the members that were there, when they had it, they lifted their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, why did the Gentiles rage and peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth said themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city, uh, in the city there, 
where uh, they were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, Pilate along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their heart, their threats, and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness, while stretching out your hand to heal, and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus you know, end of their prayer. So they prayed. And what were they praying? They were praying, God, I like this prayer. This is one of my my favorite prayer, you know. And they were praying that, God, we know who you are, you know. uh, We know that you are good God, you know. We know that you are great God. We know that you are supreme, you are sovereign. You know, you are mighty. You are glory. I mean, they, they were saying that we know, God, that you are, you are powerful. You know, you are powerful. And uh, that you are, you know, in our today's time, you are Alpha and Omega. Yeah. Uh, you are Alpha and Omega. Now, this morning I said, while well, I was preaching, I said, you know, uh, 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 I was talking about transcribing into another language, uh, that like in Greek, the alphabet, you know, it's alpha, beta, gamma, delta, you know, epsilon, you know, omicron, and, you know, all of that. And I said, what's the last one? They didn't know. I said, no, it's omega. Yeah. And they, so they were surprised. Yeah. Uh, the church where I was preaching this month, I won't mention their name, you know, but the church where I was preaching, they were surprised. And then, so I said, oh, what were you thinking? You know, when you say you're Alpha and Omega, what does that mean? Yeah. Now, if we were to put it in English, says, you know, you're singing, you are Alpha and Omega. He said, what do you mean? Yeah. I say, our English alphabet, the first one is, you know, A. You know, and the last one is what? It's Z. Yeah. So, when you're singing, you say, you are A and Z. You know, they laughed. I said, that's exactly what you are saying when you say you're Alpha and Omega. You know, but by implication, what you actually say, you say, God, you are there right at the beginning. You know, and God, you are there also at the end. You know, from uh, and in between, you know, you are at A, you're at Z, you're also at B, C, D, E, you know, at M, at uh, O, you are there, you know, at all, at everyone, until you reach Z, you are there. So meaning that uh, right at the beginning, God is there. Right at the end, God is there. And that was uh, what we are saying. You know, we are speaking what we understand, that God, you are everything. You know, you are there right at the beginning and right at the end. And uh, so, so they were saying, they were lifting up the name of God. You see, I like this, that uh, to be in the presence of God. You know, this is what Apostle Theo said to me one day. He said that, you know, 
uh, for you to experience the move of God and the presence of God, worship is the key. You know, and it says, in worship, you are singing songs that are lifting up the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that is why even as we talk about uh, the, you know, entering into his presence with, uh, the, you know, with, with you know, praise and worship, uh, that we need to be lifting up the name of the Lord. Yeah. You see, some songs are nice songs to sing. You know, uh, you know, songs like, uh, what, you know, you are my brother, you are my sister, so take me by your hand, together we will stand, you know, and it, it's a nice song, but it's not worship. You know, and, I've, and people, you know, lifting up, you are my brother, you are my sister, you know, and tears will be rolling down. And I say, you know, that's not worship. Yeah. And I've, I've seen also people, you know, having maybe the latest song, uh, Blessing, the Blessing, yeah, that say, you know, the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, and be gracious to you. And they're lifting up their it's not worship. It's a nice song. Yeah, we can sing when we greet one another. You know, we bless one another. But it's not supposed to be in worship. You know, when you have a, a praise and worship song, that song, you know, it's not worshiping Lord. It's not praising God. It's, that, it's a blessing, ironic uh, blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing. Numbers, I think, chapter 6, you know, where God said to Moses, this is how I want you to bless my people. Yeah, so it's a blessing that you declare to people. And so it's not worship. So uh, uh, when we talk about worship, you know, we're talking about uh, songs that are, you know, and also praise that are lifting up the Lord. Songs that are talking about the greatness of God. It must be about the Lord and also not about us, you know, uh, not about what we have done, what we achieve. That's not worship, you know. The direction must be towards the Lord. Yeah. So this prayer that we have just read here in Acts uh, chapter 4, yeah, it's a prayer of worship. They start, they enter into worship. When one time the disciples of Jesus came to Jesus and said, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Yeah. And what did Jesus teach them? What is the first thing? Our Father who is in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Yeah. So that's, you're praising, you're worshiping God. So God, Jesus was saying that you, you know, you're saying, hallowed be your name. Your name be lifted up. You know, our Father who is in heaven, we lift you up. You know, hallowed, we hallow your name. We exalt your name. We lift up your name. Yeah, so praise and worship teams, wherever you are, every campus, every church, and so forth, make sure that when, you know, what will bring the presence of God in the, in the service is the songs, the lyrics are important. You know, is the songs that are lifting up the Lord. You know, so when you come, you lift up your hands and say, the Lord bless you 
and keep you. It's not worship. You're not worshiping them. It's a nice song, you know, but it's not a song of worship and blessing the name of the Lord. Yeah. And so Westin, you know, and say, Inzimalendra, Inameva, Kutkuta, you know. I mean, that, you know, you might be loving it and then maybe also cry. Inzimalendra, Inameva. I mean, you, it might be moving your, your inside, but it's doing nothing in worshiping and praising the Lord. And so that's why we don't sing such songs. Actually, it's a negative song. You know, but I'm just giving you an example. But now, come back to study this prayer. Yeah. They said, oh, sovereign Lord, creator of heaven and earth, yeah, that you were there in the beginning. So what are they doing? Yeah, they are lifting up the name of the Lord. Yeah, it's like they're following the pattern yeah, of, of the prayer that Jesus told his disciples and said that when you pray, say, our Father, Sovereign Lord, our Father. Yeah. So it's a similar thing. Sovereign Lord, you know, maker of creating heaven. So what are they doing? Hallowed be your name. They were hallowing now the name of the Lord. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that, as the Bible says, that enter into his presence with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise, you know, we are appreciating God, you know, like we learned this morning, you know, that we are, you know, acknowledge, we lift up that hand unto God. You're humbling yourself. You're coming with a heart of gratitude, you know, as you lift up both hands, you know, as you, you, you tehila, you, you know, you, uh, 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 you sing songs of excitement, you're exuberantly, happy and excited before God you know, that you are lifting up both hands you know, and, and you are humbling yourself. You are exalting the Lord. Yeah. And that is what will bring the presence of the Lord in your life. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you that his presence, when he comes, it will make all the difference. You forget about flesh. You forget about the challenge that you're facing. You forget about uh, what is happening because the presence come in you know, and minister unto you. Uh, the Bible says that when they were dedicating uh, the, the, the tent, you know, uh, the tabernacle, when Moses was dedicating the tabernacle, that his presence came in and that the priest could not minister. Yeah, because there was a cloud, you know, there was the glory of the Lord. The same thing with the temple. When Solomon, after Solomon built a temple, and he was dedicating it in, and the cloud came in, you know, and, uh, you know, we were able, I mean, the, the people were not able to, to continue, you know, and uh, because the presence of God was there. You know, I've been in services whereby, the presence of God would be so real, so real, you know, that uh, you wouldn't know what to do next because the presence is there, you know, and it's not something that you whip up, you know, uh, but you're there, you're honoring God, and God comes in, 
and his presence, his glory, you know. And you know that, you know, there's a presence here. You know that the Lord is in this place. The Lord is, you know, it's right here. And so, uh, 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 you know, lifting up the name of the Lord, lift, uh, it, it brings in the presence of the Lord. So in their prayer, they were worshiping, they were blessing the name of the Lord. They were exalting the name of the Lord, you know, that God, you're great, you know, and that God, your purpose will be accomplished, your kingdom come, you know, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So they were saying that these people killed Jesus thinking that they're making your will, but they did not know that uh, it is your will, oh God, you know, uh, that is coming, you know, right here. Yeah. And so now they came to, to their request. They say, oh God, yeah, uh, we are asking you that these people that we are told that they should not preach the gospel, you know, we are asking, it says, look upon their threats. Grant, says, as grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. Give us this day our daily bread. What was their daily bread at that time? Yeah, it was provision. I mean, it was protection, you know, and boldness that God would give them boldness. So they were asking God. You, know, you see, the, this prayer follows the format of what we know as the Lord's Prayer. You know, it follows that format. You know, and so uh, uh, they asked God, you know, and that God would stretch out uh, his hand, you know, to heal, they're requesting it, to heal, and that signs and wonders are performed through the name of the Holy Servant, Jesus. Say that we want that these, <coughs> excuse me, things would happen. And it says, look at verse 31. I want us to now show verse 31. It says here in verse 31, and when they had prayed, the place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Yeah. And so what happened is that when they had prayed, you know, what happened? The place in which they had gathered together was shaken. Yeah. You see, when God appears... He shakes the place. And later on, when, uh, uh, you know, when Peter was arrested and he was in jail and they killed uh, John and uh, God came and the believers were praying. You know, God came. The Bible says that the foundation of the prison were shaken. And the foundations you know, were shaken. And uh, the doors, doors open wide, you know, open. And uh, God, you know, came through. You know, more like an earthquake happened, you know, when, when uh, Paul and Silas were in prison. You know, the same thing happened. When God appeared, I mean, there was a shaking. You know, and uh, I think that's what happened with Paul and Silas, you know, and... Uh, with Peter, the angel, you know, came and woke him and said that, you go, he was sleeping, you know, and the door opened. I mean, 
What would remote? They didn't have, you know, remote control at that time. But, you know, you see, these remote controls, they're not starting today. They have been there. God, God used it, you know. And as they approached, they gave it open on its own. Yeah, so it was supernatural intervention of God. So here, in Acts chapter 4, we learn that, uh, the pre, the, that where they had gathered, the place shook. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and, and people were filled with the presence of the Lord. Yeah. And uh, they continued to speak the word of God with boldness. So there was a shaking of a physical place where they were. And there was the feeling of the Holy Spirit in their lives and with boldness. Yeah. And ultimately, there was empowerment to speak, continue to speak the word with boldness. Yeah. That, you know, there was a change. From then on, they were unstoppable. Yeah. They were unstoppable. Why? Because they have been in his presence. You know, his presence was so real in that place you know, that they were in his presence. And so they were unstoppable. Yeah. And in chapter 5, we see, remember one of the things they say, God grant that unto your servants. You know, you would grant them to preach the word with boldness, you know, and that signs and wonders would happen. In Acts chapter 5, verse 12, what happened? <coughs> Excuse me. It says, now many signs and wonders were regularly done among the people by the hands of the apostles. And they were all together in Solomon's patio. None of the rest dared to join them, but the people had them in high esteem. And more than ever, believers were added to the Lord, multitude of both men and women, so that even, so they even carried out the sick into the street and laid them on cots and mats, that as Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall <clears throat> on some of them. The people also gathered from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those afflicted with unclean spirit and they were healed. Yeah. So what happened? God answered their prayer. And they had boldness to preach because of being in his presence. Let me tell you, we are in uncharted waters. We are in situations whereby you are not sure of what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. And it is <clears throat> in such situations whereby uh, we need to be in the presence of the Lord and to experience his presence. Yeah. And his presence will tell you and will lead you on what to do. And at times we're in the flesh because, because we never really stay in his presence. Uh, uh, if we pray, we just, you know, it's a, a, you know, a prayer, like, oh, Lord, be, here I am this morning. Thank you for being with me. A, you know, a mechanical prayer, <clears throat> you know, but we never stay in his presence. We should stay in his presence. Uh, that even when 
maybe let me say that it's a serious lockdown. You know, nobody should go out, and you are in your little corner out there, you know, and there's communication breakdown, and you, don't, you can't speak to the next person. Even if we come to that situation, you know, because of whatever, you know, that might be out there, you know, that when you are in his presence, what will happen is that God will lead you on what to do. God will direct you. You know, uh, that you won't be shocked and say, oh, you know, I don't know, I can't reach the pastor, and, and I don't know what to do. No, right there, you just stay in his presence. You know, you stay in his presence. And as you stay in his presence, God will lead you. God will direct you. You know, God will tell you, this is what I want you to do. Now, look at Peter, was in prison. He was sleeping. The brethren were praying. You know, he was alone. You know, but God intervened you know, because of the presence of the Lord. And so the presence of the Lord is critical in our lives. You know, that we need to be doing, you know, the, and, and we need to make sure that we are in the presence of the Lord, you know, that we are experiencing the grace of God. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, that we're experiencing God and, and moving by his spirit you know, because we are people that are staying in the presence of the Lord. May the Lord bless you even as you pursue his presence, even as you press on to his presence, even as you, you know, you go further, you go further, you, you trust God, you know, you stay in his presence, you stay you know, in the anointing of God. You stay, you know, in the glory of God. May you experience that presence and that presence that uh, will give you answers that you need, you know, and solutions that you need. Even if you're, maybe you're praying about your children, you're praying about your family members, you know, stay in, in that presence. God will direct you. God will lead you, you know, on what to do. And the Lord will bless you. Well, I trust that you enjoyed the way tonight, you know, and uh, may the Lord richly bless you even as we continue in his word. You know, Lord, I pray right now for the brethren in the name of Jesus. I pray that God, you be with them, that God, you create a desire in our hearts to stay in your presence, that God will press on deeper, in your presence, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that, God, you be there for us by your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for doing that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And we pray that your children will be blessed beyond measure, even as they press on to your presence. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.